the head of the Roman Church visits the Jewish state of Israel. What was the purpose of the Pope's visit to the land of Israel? Is he really the pilgrim of peace he markets himself to be? If we go back in history, we discover that the Vatican has been against the idea of the state of Israel from the start. In the book, The Vatican and Zionism, by Sergio I. Minaberi, he points out that the Holy See's policy toward political Zionism is inseparable from the Catholic Church's religious stand regarding the Jews. And he notes that, for hundreds of years, the Catholic Church has taken the theological position that the Church is the true Israel and the exclusive heir of the Bible. On May 19, 1896, when Herzl met with the nuncio or Vatican ambassador in Vienna and made a proposal for a Jewish state with Jerusalem, Bethlehem, and Nazareth extraterritorialized and the capital elsewhere, the ambassador's reply was, I believe Rome will be against us because she does not consider the solution of the Jewish question in a Jewish state and perhaps even fears it. Why did the Vatican fear a Jewish state? The answer was reaffirmed on May 14, 1948, in the official Vatican newspaper when the State of Israel was founded. Modern Zionism is not the true heir of biblical Israel, but a secular state. Therefore, the Holy Land and its sacred sites belong to Christianity, the true Israel. The Catholic belief and that of many other Christians, is that the divine promise has been transferred from Israel to the church, which is now the true Israel. What has happened with the reemergence of the Jewish state, its success and transformation from a secular socialist nation to one that is becoming more and more religious, is a fear realized for the Catholic Church. The true New Testament view is that Gentiles are invited to participate in a Jewish hope, a hope the Apostle Paul termed the hope of Israel in Acts chapter 28. When the Apostle uses the word Israel, he means Israel. If we have any doubts, he elaborates in his discourse before Agrippa in Acts 26, where he says, I stand and am judged for the hope of the promise made of God unto our fathers unto which promise our twelve tribes, instantly serving God day and night, hope to come. It is the hope of the twelve tribes. When Jesus instituted the remembrance of his death and resurrection on Passover, he made the covenant with his apostles and said, I appoint unto you a kingdom, as my Father hath appointed unto me, that ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom, and sit on thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. Paul's faith was Hebrew to the core. When the angel Gabriel announced the glad tidings of the gospel to Mary, he proclaimed, And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Luke 1, 31-33 There is absolutely no way of getting around the words of Gabriel in his announcement of the gospel. Jesus to be a king. 
to sit on the covenant throne of David and to reign over the house of Jacob, the twelve tribes. The Gentiles rejoice with the Jewish people, not supersede them. The arrogant doctrine of replacement theology seeks to glorify the power-hungry institution of the Catholic Church, which wishes to control the hearts of men. For the despised Jew to have control of their so-called holy places is too much for them. The Israeli news site, Arut Sheva, makes the comment that, in 1964, Pope Paul VI visited Israel for 11 hours never referred to Israel by its name, tried to avoid the word Jews, and defended Pope Pius XII's silence during the Holocaust. He refused to visit Jerusalem, and in protest, Chief Rabbi Yitzhak Nassim refused to meet him. Arut Sheva notes regarding the current papal visit that, The papal visit was implicitly political from the moment the Pope landed at Ben-Gurion Airport from Jordan Monday. At the Vatican's request, Israel removed its national flag from the welcoming ceremony, while Pope Benedict implicitly called for the establishment of a new Palestinian Authority state. Where else in the world would it be accepted for a head of state to arrive in a foreign country and upon arrival call for a new state to be created within its borders? It is absurd. Indeed, on the trip, the Pope called for a sovereign Palestinian homeland. He called the Israeli security barrier tragic, a barrier created to protect Israeli men, women, and children from the brutal homicide bombers from the Arab towns. According to the UK Daily Telegraph, the head of the Roman Church went to the Yad Vashem Holocaust Memorial in Jerusalem, but did not visit the museum itself as one exhibit includes a photograph of the, of the Pope's wartime predecessor, Pius XII, with a caption accusing him of remaining silent in the face of the Holocaust. The truth being that he aided the Holocaust. See the Vatican Against Europe, available on the Bible Magazine website. Holocaust survivors were angered by Benedict's lukewarm speech, reported the Israeli paper Haaretz. The Israeli paper Hayom had the headline, He Didn't Ask for Forgiveness. Buchenwald survivor Rabbi Israel Merlau noted, There was no mention of the Germans or Nazis who carried out the massacre. There was not a word of sharing the grief or of compassion or pain for the six million victims. Instead of saying the Jews were murdered, he used the less severe word killed. We should not be surprised, however. As it says in the book of Revelation regarding this Roman system, they repented not of their deeds. Ynet News reported that Palestinian negotiator Saib Erkat said, The Pope's visit to the West Bank Wednesday amounts to a call to end injustice and end occupation. This, in fact, is the message of the Pope's visit. The overall theme has been a push for a Palestinian Arab state. This message comes carefully timed as a coordinated worldwide push is underway for this new Arab state. As far as the Vatican is concerned, Jewish sovereignty over Jerusalem and Bethlehem must end. It may seem strange at first, but the Vatican would much prefer Arab sovereignty in these places than Jewish. The Arabs have no claim to be the kingdom of God, and the Jews do. 
it may seem strange for a self-styled pilgrim of peace to call for the establishment of an Arab state that would no doubt follow the path of the Gaza Strip Arabs into a hornet's nest of terror and rockets. However, the Pope isn't really interested in the Palestinians or their suffering. He is really interested in wresting sovereignty of the holy places away from the Jews and the end of religious Zionism. An Arab state in the strategic highlands of Judea and Samaria and the return of Arab refugees to Israel proper would result in the end of the Jewish state of Israel. That's exactly what the Pope wants. However, I doubt the Pope will get his way this time. Even though he has the world behind him, he will come again to the Holy Land and try and use force to implement his ideas at the head of a crusade scripturally known as Armageddon. Thanks for listening and feel free to send us comments as we appreciate them. Keep listening to the Bible in the News, www.bibleinthenews.com as we examine world events in the light of the Bible and wait for the destruction of Babylon the Great. This has been David Billington with you.